Hello and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast for December 18th, 2013. This is Brendan and today Tom and I are going to go over 10, well not 10, we're going to do 5 today, investing rules that we think people should know or that they might actually know already but they don't listen to. Yeah, it's, uh, these are rules that were written by Bob Farrell, and uh, Brendan, you have some information you could probably share about him. Right. He was the chief stock analyst uh, at Merrill Lynch from 1957 to 1992, yeah. so a long time. Yeah. Um, he began his career using fundamental analysis, but right. he moved on to technical analysis like and, what and we use here. That's right, and I think that's really important. I mean... Uh, Farrell went to Columbia University, so he's, you know, by no means a dum-dum. Yeah. And uh, when he was at Columbia, he studied under Benjamin Graham and, and David Dodd. Uh, Graham and Dodd are the, basically, they, they wrote the book on fundamental investing. And a lot of people today might recognize the names Graham and Dodd because they were the guys that taught Warren Buffett. Warren yep. Buffett was their prized student. Yes. So Farrell also started out as a fundamental analyst, but he uh, then moved over to technical analysis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he also did a lot of work with investor sentiment and market psychology. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really why he started moving because he's, he would identify different uh, companies in the stock market that had uh, rising revenues, rising earnings, they were buying back stock, they were raising their dividend, companies that were doing everything right and yet the stocks were still going down. Mm -hmm. And what we talk about often is, you know, 80% of your return in the stock market is calculated on whether the market's on offense or defense and being in the right sector. Being in the right sector. And so, that's when Farrell started moving into technical analysis and talking about market psychology. And we spend a lot of time talking about that, too. It's important to know that you can have everything lining up your way. Fundamentally. In, fundamentally with a stock or with a sector or even with the market in general. But it doesn't always yeah. work out that it's way. It's not sound technically, then yeah. you know, might not get the results that you were looking for. Yeah. So let's get to the rules. Yeah. Um, we're going to cover... Rules one through five today, okay. and then we have more for next week. Okay. So, first rule is market markets tend to return to the mean over time, and this is basically talks about trend investing. And we spend a lot of time talking about whether uh, a chart is in a positive or a negative trend. Now, sometimes when a chart is in a positive trend, it tends to really start to escalate and run away. Uh, it goes up in a more vertical. Uh, move than a nice sloping up to the right corner kind of move that we would like to see on a chart. What you need to know though is markets tend to return to the mean over time. So sometimes we get markets that are overinflated and they tend to, they will tend to pull back. You just have to be patient and wait for that opportunity to come, even though it's going to drive you crazy. People don't like to be patient. They hate that. And they, they just need to be a little more patient and wait for their opportunity to come back. Mm -hmm. The best kind of markets we can see are ones that move up 10%, then give us a you know a three four five percent pullback yeah. yeah and give us an opportunity to get back in right um, so along the same lines kind of uh, excesses in one direction will lead to an opposite excess in the other okay so before we turn the microphone on we were looking at a few charts uh, we looked at um, Yahoo 
Yeah. Back in 1999, EMC. We looked at EMC, and we looked at a uh, biotech stock called Affymetrics, mm -hmm. AFFX. Every one of these three stocks were the darlings in 1998, 1999, yep. and 2000, or the beginning of 2000. Uh, EMC was the data storage company. Everybody mm -hmm. believed, well, we're all using the internet now, so we need more places to store our stuff online. Right. And EMC is going to be a leader. The stock went up to $100 in uh, mid-2000, and within two years, it was under 5 bucks. Ouch. You know, when the stock single digits. When a stock goes under five dollars, it's no longer marginable. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of institutions can't even own stocks under five dollars. Can you believe it? EMC is you know a huge company? Yeah. And their stock just got wiped out. But Yahoo, same thing. Affymetrics was a meteor shot. The stock was trading at three dollars, went to a hundred and sixty, came back to three dollars. Right. So we're seeing both ends of the spectrum there, just like the rule yep. is telling us. Yeah, when we see an excess going in one direction, just be prepared. That's why we want to have, we want to know where our support lines are right. and we want to watch for sell signals. Uh -huh. So the next rule is there are no new eras. <laughs> uh, excesses are never permanent. And right. so we can go back in history to uh, the tulip mania, to the railroad stocks, the trusts put together by Rockefeller, uh, and then even more recently, you can look at uh, uh, the technology and mm -hmm. internet.com. It's kind of like Yahoo. Exactly. It was that, it was that period. Yeah. And then uh, it, more recently, uh, people using real estate, using their homes as piggy banks because yeah. real estate never goes down yep. in value. Yeah. This time it's different. Uh, that's right. <laughs> See, that's the other thing is that you'll hear more often than not is when you get into these new era periods, you'll hear people say, yeah, but this time is different because of this, that, and the other thing. But you know what? There are no new eras. Yeah. So it's not different this time. Yeah. It's really not. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I want to split this rule number four into two parts. Exponentially, rapidly rising or rapidly falling markets usually go farther than you think. I'm just going to stop there for a second. So right now, a lot of people are going crazy over stocks like Tesla. Mm -hmm. uh, that stock a year ago was $36. I mean, it got up to $160, $170. Um, it pulled all the way back, and now it's going up again. People are doing the same thing now with Facebook and Twitter. We're seeing stocks that are going up on, really, they have no business being where they are in terms of valuation. Uh, and the stocks, even their charts, are getting a little bit ahead of themselves. And now we read uh, every day about Bitcoin. Right. Somebody's saying this yeah. is going to be the new thing. And other people, you know, Chinese came out this morning and said that they're not going to allow uh, currency transfers into Bitcoin. And it got slashed in half overnight. Yeah. So, look, the, these rapidly rising or rapidly falling charts usually go a lot further than people plan. Here's the other side of it. They don't correct by going sideways. So one of the big arguments that I tried to hang my hat on in 1987 with the stock market crash was, well, the market got up to 25 times earnings. The P.E. ratio was 25, which is ridiculous. Most markets trade at 14, 15, maybe 16 times earnings. Uh, and so I said, well, when the market gets back to 14 times earnings, it'll be okay to, you know, be time to buy. Didn't happen. Market just kept going down. Right? Same thing in 2007, the market got up to 40 times earnings. 
And people were hoping, well, you know, we're just going to wait for things to level up, get to a certain level, and then we're going to be okay. When the S&P goes through a correction like we do in a recession, we can see half of we can see a 50% loss in the S&P 500. We saw it in two, between 2000 and 2003, and then we saw it in 2007 and 2008. The S&P got sliced in half. So you have to really be prepared that when things start falling out of bed, you need to take action. And that's why we employ those support lines and multiple, when we see multiple sell signals, they really take get our attention. Yeah. yeah, when the charts change, we change. We change. Right. Uh, so last rule for today is one that people are probably most familiar with out of this group is uh, the public buys the most at the top and the least at the bottom. It's true. It's a sad fact, but it really is true because when things are going well, people start to ask themselves, well, what could go wrong? Um, and the markets just continue to, to move up and everybody gets a lot more optimistic with each push higher. Mm -hmm. That's a big reason why we use the bullish percent charts, right? Because we know it, our experience has shown with these bullish percent charts that when these charts get over 70 percent, we're into a danger zone, meaning 70 percent of that market or that sector or that niche is already on a buy signal. Yeah. It makes sense because when you're up above 70 percent, the number of of buy signals that can be given at that point are getting lower and lower, fewer and fewer opportunities to push this market higher. That's exactly right. So that's why, unfortunately, we see a lot of people coming in, you know, the, the cocktail party talk. When people are talking about it at the barbecue or the cocktail party, about how great the stock market is, it's probably time to start thinking about an exit plan. <laughs> yeah. So those are rules one through five. Like I said, we're going to go through six, uh, six through ten next week. Um, that's great. Yeah. So I, when we mentioned stocks, though, Brendan, during these um, podcasts and presentations, it's important that everybody listening understand that none of the securities that we mention in these presentations represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. And this presentation, not a recommendation to buy or sell any of the securities that we happen to mention here. But more importantly, if you're relying on a podcast for investment advice, we think you might be making a big mistake. And so we strongly urge our listeners to consult with an investment advisor before they're making a decision to buy or sell any kind of investment. Now, if you don't have any, if you don't have an investment advisor, we'd be happy to answer whatever questions you have without any obligation. Just pick up the phone. You can find us in New Jersey at 732-223-9000, or you can find us on the web at maluli.net. That's all we have for this week. Make sure to tune in next week for rules six through 10. And thanks for listening.